Jimmy, hey, are we going to do this RoboCop thing or what? I, mean, I think we do like a viewing, whatever. Ben needs to keep up with the uh, Mexican accent, Mexican stories. Always a good time. I don't want you to think that this is the truth, Ben, but maybe you've been reduced now to a... Uh... You've been typecast. I'm your voice monkey now. I'm not going to jump through hoops for you, pal. Yes, you will. Yeah, I might. You know what? I love doing the voice. That's 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 it. Are you a one trick pony? Yes, just the pool Nazi. But you know what? Uh, the pool Nazi. That was just a small segment. I haven't even got into my old boss Pablo. I don't think. I don't know if it's got to happen organically. It's got to feel right. She, but she came from within. The Pablo is your like uh, your basis for yeah. Yeah, and you just figured a way to feminize it, just a tad like bit. a lot of the countries. It all stems from Latin roots. Yeah, the pool Nazi was just sort of an offshoot of it. You sent me a. You know what? If, I was gonna say you if it, if I wouldn't get the text from you, I might have forgot too. But I, my wife reminded me at the last second in the middle of the day that uh, sweetest day that it was sweetest day, and literally just in passing, like hey, happy sweetest day. Didn't think anything else of it, but you had uh, sent me a message or whatever saying hey. I missed sweetest day. Yeah, I totally, I totally did. Is I, that important in your uh, in your household? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently it is. I man, it wasn't on my calendar. Nobody that I talked to, you know, to two days prior, and I sound like I'm blame shifting because I am. I'm blame shifting hardcore. Uh, nobody had mentioned it. I just didn't hear anything about it. And I, I'm on midnight, so I'm just kind of zombified. Well, my wife was helping her friend. Her friend started a uh, photography company. It's called My Sharp Eye. Her friend Tony, uh, really good, amazing. And she's just starting off on her own, so my wife's kind of doing the assistant thing, helping her out. Well, she was going to do that, so I'm watching the kids. I got like three or four hours of sleep. I'm just trying to keep them alive. What kind of photography? Pet? Snuff? Mostly snuff. Okay. <laughs> the, yeah, the the occasional old couple kissing right. on a bench. <laughs> right. But for the majority of it, yeah. You know, crime scene photography, right. that right. kind of thing. It's a lot of people don't know that. It's, Not for the police. They're just creating their own crime scenes. No, it has nothing to do with it. No, no. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of different lenses can be used. And there's right. a lot of effects that go into, like, a roadkill. Who needs an assistant now? Isn't everything digital? <laughs> Yeah, well... There's an assistant to, like, set things up. Uh, hey, I'm not trying to put your wife out of a job. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, you know, they have, like, the umbrella, the lighting. Right. And there's just, just different rigs, different gotcha. lenses and stuff like that. Um, well, yeah, she's going to help that. So I, I have the kids, and that's all I'm thinking about is making sure that they survive and everything. Everything goes just fine. She comes home from this wedding, I don't know, 10 o'clock or 10.30 or something like that. And sounds like an excuse to just go out to party at weddings, but it's not a bad one. Right. It's not, I mean, if, yeah, if you're going to have one, that's the way to go. So she comes home and I, and I think she's kidding. She's like, so where is it? What, you know, like a big smile, like where? And I'm like, were you like, Oh, I'm going to get some. Oh yeah. I was, I was just like, it's right here. Right. You know, <laughs> who's the birthday boy? Yeah. So she, yeah, she comes in and I'm like, oh, I thinking, did she want coffee or something? Right. She, Cause we're kind of coffee fanatics maybe she wanted me to make her no you know the girls in the crib the boy's about to go down he's about to go to sleep and everything and just like so my card you know flowers and me like a jackass i was so unaware of it i'm like yeah i got you i don't even still know what october 19th was it i don't know i, I don't <laughs> I either forgot. but she's like and i'm like such a jackass i go yeah, I got you cards and flowers for October. Like, right. here's your October flowers. I'm, like, making a joke out of it. I'm like, it's in the mail. Ha, ha, ha. And she's like, no, seriously, it's it's sweetest day. Like, what, 
You know, did you give me flowers or what something? She, what'd she have for you? Valid point. Very, very valid point. Now get there. But I'm, and then it dawns on me, oh, you know, shit, it is sweet. I forgot totally. So I start like backpedaling. But before I can come up with an excuse about how I'm tired and blah, 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 I immediately go to, to where you went. I'm like, the best defense is a good offense. And I said, obviously, you didn't buy me anything this year, and I forgive you. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No problem. And, you know, I'm just, I was joking around, but it's, it's, I, I didn't realize it is a pretty one way street. And then when I said, well, what did you get me? Just joking around. She goes, oh, I don't, I don't buy stuff for Sweetest Day. Totally, 100% serious. Like, like, it's funny that I, feel I would like you didn't that. capitalize on an opportunity where you could have said, I didn't want to give, you know, spring the surprise on you right now. I wanted you to see it, but I, I ordered cable. For the family. <laughs> that would have been great. For both of us. You know what I did? One year. I bought Die Hard on Blu-ray right. again. Just for <laughs> us, baby. Just for us. Uh, yeah, but it was funny, though, because to her, it was... It's the, the idea of her getting me something is like, that's funny. You know, or like... that's that's. So, but it sounds like she didn't really want anything. She just wanted a card. She wanted just... We don't have cable. I don't know if we no covered this. Usually the gifts don't go a lot further than garden flowers, but it's a nice gesture anyway, and it really doesn't cost that much. That much I should have done. But my question is, has it always been... Didn't you work midnights and uh-huh. watch the kids uh-huh. and put the kids to bed mm-hmm. so she could go and, and, and isn't that help the, her friend out? Isn't that the greatest gift of that all? That sounds like a pretty good gift. Rearing her children. Isn't that the, the greatest gift of all? Uh but my question is, has it always been such a one-way street? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the same with uh, with all holidays. Even Valentine's Day is the same way. Like, I think us, me and my wife, we just go to, you know, we try to go to dinner or something on Valentine's Day, like go out mm-hmm. instead of buying a present. I'm sure my wife would love a present. Well, she did get to go out, so again. Well, right. <laughs> and, and she got to go out without you. To a wedding. Which is even better. Right. You know how many young and able men are there? Well, I wasn't going there. I was just talking about the fact no. that chicks like to dance and go to weddings. And you know. I wasn't either. Well, <laughs> uh, no, my wife has gotten to the point where, which is even funnier, now that she has, uh, she's like a, a Pinterest fanatic. Tell me about it. I can go on her, she will direct me to her Pinterest to show me what items she'll be looking forward to for the Hanukkah season. Yeah. And her birthday, which quickly follows in December, and then lucky uh, you, yeah, and then um, mine too, same thing with her. So I, it's, it's really easy for me. I, I just, it's a one stop shop. Unfortunately, see, my wife has gotten in this habit of like putting a bunch of really expensive stuff, and I'm talking like, you know, five thousand dollar purses, and then she'll at the low end, <laughs> she'll put like a she'll laughing. put like a sixteen hundred dollar purse on there. So it's like makes it look better, absolutely. Like by comparison, and you know what. She gets she gets what she wants because wow. it's easier. I, 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 I'm, you know I'm how pretty, many cable boxes I could buy? I'm pretty creative purses? as far as like, you know, remembering something in the year that she mentioned. But she's not big on sentiment. She wants that purse. So it's my, like it's right here clearly <laughs> pointed out what's what needs to come home. Mine's the opposite. And it's a good problem to have. Like, hey, you just she just wants me to remember it and to be kind about it. This is the first year I think that that's ever happened. But I, I was just like... Uh, it was just so this is the first year you forgot. Yeah, How yeah. I think any there? any holiday, you know. So does she usually give you a heads up days in advance, or do you usually try to draft off other like listen in and you? I just usually you get lucky on the radio you hearing mean about somebody what to buy or the date. No, yeah, about the date. I'm just usually not a moron. I just usually know when. Uh, well, 
I don't know. <laughs> Get that drop. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't know. I usually remember things like Sweetest Day. But I didn't look. I didn't have time to go on Pinterest and find. Vin- and <laughs> you find, didn't have time to do that and find vintage Pyrex. Or I know whatever. you weren't watching anything interesting on HBO, so. Uh, or what you were doing with your time. Well, you know what? I have this channel now, 5-2. It's called Cozy TV. It's right, it's right up my alley. It's nothing but Mag- Magnum P.I., uh, 80s. That's the most Charlie's current. Angels. Yeah. Is that just, so it's like uh, the U? I don't know. I don't have cable. It's just, you know how there's like. Have you t- ever had cable in your whole life? You <laughs> yes. don't know what the U I is? Just, yeah. Uh, no, I know what W Channel 50. W- yeah, I know what that is. But well, they have a dog, and it's like Bow Wow's favorite show is Frasier. Yeah, and you just get to watch Frasier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frasier, King of Queens. Frasier, King of Queens. No, and then there's that horrible show, um, Mike and Molly. No, that one's horrible too. But it's it's the 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 family, and they're all overweight black people. The Clumps. Mm, no, it's like it's Tyler Parker House of oh, Pain. Ty- oh, right, Tyler Perry's right, House right, of right, Pain. Right, right, right. That's on the fifth on fifty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But not on cozy TV. You know, I only watch cable. I guess that's considered cable, but I'm talking premium cable. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't bother with that. In fact, I really don't even ever surf around because I I just have everything DVR'd, and because I work uh, straight afternoons, you know, I don't get home till after ten o'clock. So all the primetime stuff's recorded daily. Yeah. So the next morning when I get up. Um, I can watch the shows from no, the there's, night before. There's really nothing on my channels. I either watch Netflix or movies or I just don't Dude, watch Dude, I watch, it. like, even now, like, Mythbusters, I'll have, like, 30, because I'll, I'll even record old episodes of Mythbusters because there's ones that I haven't. There's so many of them. So when the hell do you find the time to watch all this? When I'm watching my kids. You actually get down on the floor and play with your kids? <laughs> Once in a while, I touch the little bastards. No, I, 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 I <laughs> my kids sit and watch TV. With, Mythbusters is educational. Your kids will Let watch. Let me ask you a question. Your kids will watch Barter Kings What's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what what's more educational? Learning to to trade item. What's going to be more viable in in an apocalyptic world? If the shit goes down. I want my kid to be an ice road trucker. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this real world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's 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 way more practical than than Dora the Explorer or you know watching a fox steal different items and all that crap. So it's sad. I don't know. My it. kids absolutely. In fact, it's funny. Uh, the, uh, I, tr- my kid, my son so badly wants to like what I like. And, uh, awesome. like, so Fridays and Saturday nights when I come home from work, like, you know, Friday night, uh, ESPN has boxing on. And then Saturday night, they usually have HBO has boxing or showtime, whatever. Usually now and that I miss. So, um, nobody I know really likes boxing. So it's usually me by myself and uh my son and he'll he'll basically he'll he'll say he wants to stay up for boxing but he just wants to stay up for to stay up yeah and he'll pass out middle of you know whatever but actually my daughter who's only two the other day i i happened to she's playing and i turned on uh uh one of the fights uh the provodnikov um uh mike alvarado fight and my daughter stopped what she was doing started staring at the tv and then was like oh be careful be careful. Because she was and getting I, mentally I, yeah, scarred I went, by the violence. I literally went to change a channel and she says, no, I like it. I like that. I said, All right. Now I got one. Uh-huh. You know, so I have one other person that might we like boxing. We have two that will watch boxing. Well, my son will watch it, but he's not. I want her to watch it, to want to watch it. You know what I mean? I want to be able to go back and she's only two, but it's better than nothing. I used to be the same way when I would hear the MASH theme song. Come on. 
And now I'm hooked. You see, you know, honestly, you see where it all goes down to one of boots? the only old shows that I hate. Mash. Never, never could get into it. I've seen every single episode, and around season five, it becomes unwatchable. But I just, I just carry. Is that on. is that uh, predominant? Is that what everyone thinks, or is that just? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it gets really preachy, and it gets really up its own ass. But it's just, it was a thing. It was like a my dad thing. So right, I just, there you go. You know what I mean? Like he would watch it. My dad watched Hunter. And he would always, it's funny, he would always, if it said directed by Alan Alda, he would always go, oh, it's one of these, it's going to be all preachy about Hawkeye again. But he wouldn't change the channel, and we just don't watch it anyway. So it's liberal garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, my dad, uh, MacGyver, Hunter, Magnum P.I. I can, uh, I remember uh, sneaking down the stairs and when I was supposed to be in bed and watching like law, uh, L.A. Law, like from the top of the stairs. I, it was not like I cared about L.A. Law, but. I wanted yeah. to stay up so I'd be able to, like, you could see from the top part of the, we had a bi-level into the basement, or I could sneak around the corner and, and yeah. listen, or be on the stairs. I used so, to just have to go to bed, and then, but I would hear that uh, Suicide is Painless come on, and I would just come downstairs, oh, can I stay up? Go, All right, to the end of MASH. And so, I, <laughs> this is like a five-year-old, you know, this is like 1985, and so, just years later, I'm just like, oh, I'll just put There was no emphasis on education back then. We didn't care if you stayed up late and were tired in school. No. But matter. you know what? It's like, a, it's... Man, I can have the most crazy day. I can be wired. If I put that show on and lay down, I will go to sleep. I mean, it's it's amazing. That's because it sucks. Uh, yeah, maybe. It's no <laughs> all in the family. Oh uh, no. And no. Another one is like I, you know, people always say like Sanford, so Sanford and Son. It's not that great of a show. I don't care what anybody says. I I, I cannot. I do not think Sanford and Son. I think that they all there was nothing else. I, look right. at what they were up against. There was yeah. horrible. There was only it was like how I watch TV now. Right. There's like three or four options. Well, what's happening is a great show. What do you show. think the, vo- do think- think the voice is on at my house? It's the only damn thing on TV, so I'll just leave it on. And Christina's on there, so every once in a while we get to take a look at her. And that dreamy Adam Levine. Absolutely. And speaking of that, not only him, uh, CeeLo Green, I just saw in the paper today, uh, I was not following the story. It just actually came as a, a complete shock to me. He pleaded not guilty to, um, I think it was in June of this year, the 13th or the 14th. He took a girl on a date and supposedly per her, uh, he put a um, ecstasy in her drink. And then they ended up going from the dinner back to her hotel room. And uh, as far as the story says, uh, they had sex. They're not charging him with rape for whatever reason, but he did plead guilt or excuse me, innocent to uh, spike in this person's drink or, you know, providing her with drugs. She's saying it was consensual. That's why there's no rape. No, I don't think she is. I think due to lack of evidence, the prosecutor isn't pushing that rape case. That's never fly. That's, I think that's where they're going with it. But I'm thinking how crazy stick with me for a second. How crazy would it be? How does CeeLo Green sneak anything into your drink? I mean, he's only got a wingspan of like two foot on either side. <laughs> it is like a T-Rex you, trying to reach across the table and put I, something in you. And you know what? I'm not definitely not making, you know, light of him raping somebody or someone being raped, but you just just picture it, okay? Making it's, light of his hands. It, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that he slips someone a, 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 into their drink without them <laughs> noticing. Like how how distracted do you have to be? He had to literally almost get up literally on the table in order to drop it into the drink. I what think. if he put one of his weird hands up and while she was staring at his weird hand, he slipped the other one into her? I don't think beverage. he could do that. He doesn't have the, it's just a pet. I don't know. Well, it's, he's a bit portly also. So there's two strikes. I'm thinking he, he probably had an entourage and somebody else that he signaled with his, one of his flippers to <laughs> drop something from behind her shoulder. I'm just trying to picture the scene, but either way, uh, he pleaded uh, 
not guilty. So we'll see what I'm happens. I'm picturing like back a fishing pole with it like being lowered <laughs> down when she's not looking. I just constantly think he would be the perfect penguin. Oh, he would have been a if he wasn't black. Penguin. That's fine. No, it's not. No, you get, but here's why. Because I get can you, I, why, can you change that? No, I get irritated when they do that kind of stuff. Like when they take characters that are already known to be white, black, Asian, or whatever in movies, and they go, "Well, we have a really good actor, and he's really into playing it. It's a big name." So we're going to go ahead and, and even though uh, the comic book or the story, the, the novel or whatever, in the story, this person's black, white, whatever, eh, for the purposes of, of making money and, and for the, the quality actor that we've gotten to play this role, we're going to go ahead and do that. Because like it always really takes me out of the story. Like in Harold and Kumar, they were both supposed to be uh, Indian. <laughs> yes. That was bullshit, uh, man. Like, well, like in Daredevil, they made him. I was I think a, you mentioned Michael Clark before. Duncan, yeah. was. I'm trying uh, to think of another one. but um, Now you're going to put me on the spot. They made Bruce Lee an Asian, whatever. <laughs> no, even not only not only switching around people's like colors and nationalities, but um, also like when you have, I don't understand why they use British actors to play American roles when obviously there's a million struggling poor waiters and waitresses that are trying to get jobs here in America as actors. But they use like it. Does, nothing bums me out more than like like the guy who plays House, that Hugh Laurie. I didn't even know the guy was British for years, and I was like, you "This guy's Bernie great." You mean Bernie Wooster? Who? Bernie Wooster. We've who's, been through this. Who's Bernie Wooster? Hugh Laurie. Why do you call him Bernie Wooster? We've been through this. I don't remember. Well, Jeeves and Wooster was a popular show. Oh, where right. and he got his start. Okay. Well, either Ask way, Jeeves. It's just okay. up and coming. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Touch Tunes app. It's brand new. Yeah, just came out. As far as you're concerned, until Steve it came and popped, just your, uh, came out. Right? I mean, it's hot off the market. So is the show called. Jeans What's crazy Wooster. is, and it wasn't because I wasn't paying attention. I had no idea what Touch Tunes was until you brought it up. So to me, it was new. And then, like I said, Steve came around and was like, "In your face, Ben. Where know, have you been?" And it's like, "Oh, I guess Touch Tunes. It's new to you. Operate, That's all that counts." Operating System Seven is so yesterday. No, the whole point was though that, uh, like, the guy who plays, and I'm going to forget his name, the guy who plays Rick Grimes on uh, The Walking Dead, he's British. But whenever he does um, any interviews at all in regards to The Walking Dead, he doesn't. He speaks with an American accent, really, on purpose. And he said before Why? he doesn't want to confuse the fans. Are they that which dumb? I appreciate? No, I appreciate it. It's like you know what I, I I don't want you to be I don't want to be thinking about you doing an accent when I'm watching the show. The show sucks to begin with, so for me to now be taken out even more and be like, this is completely unrealistic. This guy is obviously British. Another show that you don't like anymore that threw me off was uh, Charlie. I don't know how you say it. Hunan. Hunan. Right. Hunani. Right. Uh, he's, uh, he plays Jax right. from Sons of Anarchy. He's also British. I just listened to, uh, I just listened to per Steve's advice, uh, the Nerdist podcast. And I was going through the backlog of people I wanted to hear. And he was on there with Chris Hardwick. That was one of the ones you wanted to hear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't hate the show. I haven't, right. I'm a couple seasons behind. Okay. I don't, Just wait. I don't love it or hate it. It's, Just wait. Meh, you know, I think I'm I think I'm out. I think I'm out. All right. I know oh, when good. shit goes sour, you know what? dude. I, you, I, I don't waste time. Like, uh, I don't get so married to it. Uh, Giovanni mentioned this on his podcast. Pod, God's podcast. Sorry. Um, he was talking about how he gets so into a podcast and he keeps listening, even though it's not funny anymore. I've got but a couple just, of those. He's like, you've, you've, you've come this far with it. And he was like, uh, he goes, it's like if you, I've smoked 50 crack rocks and if I stop now, I'll never make it to 55. You right. know, it's like that thing. I once stump starts. That's why Dexter last two seasons, I didn't bother. But anyways, um, Jax from Sons of Anarchy is super British, but I've never heard Green Street Hooligans. I've never heard. Never his, saw it. No, I, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't. I've never heard his dialect, 
like the region of England he's from. I, yeah, it's not it, Cockney. It's not. It's like some weird. It's. It almost sounds like he just has a speech impediment. I know he doesn't, but like it, <laughs> he's, he's a ours, bad stutter. Ours kind of sound like W's. Right. It's a little Elmer Fuddy. You can hear it in the show if you pay attention. No, some it's things. it's bad. I was wondering in the show, like what's up? Well, Why they're supposed he... to be like have like an an. Like a lot of the the club is from Ireland. That's where their roots are from. The Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So, I've always thought that they kind of played up to the thing where like maybe his dad, like or he had some family that was Irish or Sam something. Bell. I don't know. Yeah. Who the? Who no, knows? but if you notice, like when he says Tara, that's just like his wife. Tara. He's like Tara. <laughs> why didn't you talk to your mom like that? And I'm just like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm gonna get on this bike. I'm gonna start something awful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you in the naughty bits. He just walks like a monkey. You ever notice? How he I know it's cockney, but. He does have his arms way out. And he wears bright white tennis shoes. He which... walks like a kid from Hammond, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I grew up in Hessville and all the kids walk around like that to make themselves appear larger. It's like a lobster or a right. crab. <laughs> they puff up, you know, they put their claws in the air. The, uh, but no, absolutely. You get, so you get what I mean. Like it, it always bums me out to find out that like, uh, um, Eric Bana is another one. I'm like, oh, that guy's British. I love them so much in Munich. I still like him. I, I'm trying to think of like really what I like. I like him in Munich. It doesn't sour me for any of these characters. Oh, it does to it me. It just confuses me. No, you know, I, I think the an English accent doesn't bother me if you're if you're supposed to be an English character or you're English. You know what I mean? Like, but when I just don't understand, like you're telling me that 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 guy that they chose that uh, Charlie Hoonan or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. He's better than anybody they could have found here in America taking, to taking, play the role of Jack's Teller. Taking jobs from hardworking Americans. We Absolutely. We're outsourcing our country. acting as well. We need to tighten up the borders near the UK. They're taking their <laughs> jobs. Absolutely 100%. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that bums me out. Taking their jobs. You forgot, uh, what you call it, Sweetest Day. Yeah. Anything that's, that's else? How we, that's how this thing started. Yeah, yeah I was trying to like <laughs> circle back to I'm where sorry, we started I'm out. I'm going to have to make it up somehow. Um. I have to make it up before she hears this. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or maybe I should just wait because she'll be pissed off that I made light of it. And I'll be like, here's <laughs> Well, maybe fl- she'll laugh and she'll be like, you just flowers. did it as a bit for the show. That's, that's what, that is why I did it. Absolutely. It was I'll just material. cut that out. It was good material. Um, so basically, I've been doing a hell of a lot more uh, tweeting from the uh, Hey My Man or at Hey My Man 2012 account. And I have that linked up to the Facebook account now so I can do It's one-stop shopping. And in oh, doing that's, that's brilliant. I have to do both for stuff that I do. Well, you need to step up into the uh, the twenty. Where are Sorry. we at? Twenty second century. Sorry, cut that out. Um. So anyway, in the in the process, I've I've got a couple new followers, and I'm, you know, trying to comment on people's stuff and and just get the name out there and create a buzz. And there is a female comedian named Delaney Fisher who operates out of the California area. And actually, um, so she followed us on Twitter. I followed her back, and I was looking at through her Twitter stuff and her tweets. And her, uh, she has a couple of links on her page. And I went to uh, her page and found out, like, man, she's doing stand up comedy all over California, like a lot of the bigger places. And she seems to have her uh, nice. her shit together. So um, we were going back and forth on Twitter, and I suggested, hey, you know what? Uh, you seem pretty funny on Twitter. I like to do these things where we reach out to stand-up comedians and I like to get people's names out there and as much as I can get our name out there. So I said, hey, would you be interested in doing um, one of our top fives? And she agreed. So I basically, I sent her a message asking her to record herself 
uh, answering uh, a top five question that one of our listeners sent in. We got back a couple of, I think it was like three or four episodes ago, we asked for people to send in top five ideas. And I got a ton of them. So I went through and I, I picked uh, one to specifically send out and ask her to uh, participate in. Sent it to her. She recorded it and sent it back. And uh, so I have her answers to this top five question. The top five question uh, for this week is um, top five douchiest male apparel or accessory, uh, clothing accessory. So without further ado, I'm going to play her response. And then, Ben, I'll ask you to chime in. And uh, I know you wrote some down and I wrote some down and we'll see. We'll compare notes and uh, we'll see what we come up with. Hey everyone, this is Delaney Fisher, and I'm going to discuss the top five douchiest fashion accessories for men. Uh, it was really hard to narrow it down because there are so many, but I basically came up with a list where if someone walked in on a first date wearing any of these items, I'd second guess why the hell I was there. So I'm going to start my way with number five, work my way up to number one. So here we go. Number five, the deep V. Like, what's your goal with the deep v-neck? Is it to tease us like a happy trail to your nipples? I don't need to see any man cleavage, okay? Especially if your cleave is bigger than mine. So why don't all you deep v lovers do us ladies a favor and wear pants with a deep v instead so we know what we're working with down there? That'd be a lot more productive and appreciated. So if you're rocking a deep v, you won't be getting any of my v, you know what I'm saying? Boom, crushing it already. Okay. Ben just stripped off Number his deep Number four. I'm toe pulling it, shoes pulling it deeper. gross so gross why would you want to accentuate one of the most unappealing parts of the human body there is nothing attractive about seeing the outline of your toes paired with some khaki shorts and a polo okay the equivalent like the equivalent is like wearing something that accentuates only your kneecaps okay it just doesn't make sense they look like swimming flippers it makes me really uncomfortable having a conversation with one of these toe-shoe-wearing individuals and feeling like they could swim away at any moment. Like, who the fuck are you, Aquaman? Put on some fucking Nikes for shit's sake. Number three. Anything that looks like a cape. Like, this could be an actual cape or a coat that just resembles a cape. I just don't want my date wearing anything that a compulsive flasher would wear or anything that you could possibly just get away with smuggling flasher. a human child in. <laughs> So, like, either way, I don't care what you wear in your free time. If you're at home and you want to rock the naked cape look, please, by all means, do that. I guess she's not dating But, like, once you decide kids. that it's time to run your weekly errands, please ditch the cape before going to Costco. All right, Harry Potter? Great, thanks. Moving on. <laughs> Number two. Anything, anything, Ed Hardy. Anything, Ed Hardy. Fair enough. You are not enough. a tween, so you shouldn't be wearing anything with roses, hearts, or rhinestones, okay? I'm sorry. The only way you should ever have glitter on you is if you just received a lap dance from a stripper. Other than that, <laughs> no girl wants to be literally outshined by her man in that way. So until you turn into an 11-year-old girl with double-A cups, lose the shiny skull and crossbones, okay? Cool. That's a good one. Good. And finally, number one, bottle opener belt buckle. First of all, <laughs> I know Steve right now has got on the internet. How many beers are throughout the day bottle. where you need constant access to a bottle opener? Second, <laughs> why does that bottle opener have to be so close to your penis? Let me tell you something. So you if you're popping bottles with your crotch opener at parties, all that tells us is that you're in no way worried about accidentally clipping something down there. And I think I speak for all women when I say that's a problem. 
Okay, using one of those things is like me using my thighs to make a margarita. Just use your hands, people. I'm done with that. Use your hands. What's the issue with Great. it? Great. Okay, I think that about covers <laughs> it, you guys. Um, also, fun. just want to say, gay men are excluded from this list because they can make anything look good. So, all you fabulous gay men, please disregard everything I just said. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher. Adios. I like the fact that she paid attention to the name recognition in the beginning and the end. Really knows how to market herself. Yeah, that was good. But in fairness to people that wear the the bottle opener belts or whatever, it is funny to hold the. I don't have one, but I imagine if I did, you, I, I've never seen one. No, I don't. I've never either. But or, or the open toe shoe. I think that's a California thing as well. But if I did have the belt thing, tell me it wouldn't be hilarious to hold that bottle, ride it like it was my dong, and poke people <laughs> in the face with it. I think you get one laugh out of that. One. Yeah, that's one where you walk in and you do like you make sure everybody's looking. And you do it once, and then you move on. You don't. You go out on the high. About a half a one. beer in the night, you just right. poke some someone in the butt with right. your bottle, and it's hanging there or whatever. Um, not or, yeah, not a good could, idea to you do. Could, you could hook one on there and just let it dangle. You know what I'm saying? Like half opened with your beer. I'm sure, there's a mistletoe connection here. You could literally also. have a beer in hand, and now we're talking about this being a good idea. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know what the the toe. I've never seen somebody in those toe. I've seen them before. I've seen them in the city in the summer. Yeah, but I don't know what the purpose of them what are they for is it supposed to be so your feet i know like when you you know you put your shoes on and you're it's too tight and you can't move your toes around how like i get i like, don't know about that no 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 i buy shoes Dude, that fit. I, i've gotten um what do you call it? like claust toe claustrophobic <laughs> like when your toes are so jammed together phobic absolutely um but i don't i don't understand if there's like an ergonomic uh reason for your toes to be f- flying single or or, or what the if deal hot is. chicks don't have nice feet half the time what are the chances that a, a douchey do just hammer toes all the way around <laughs> it's bad news i don't even know what a hammer toe is but it sounds pretty gross hammer down uh no yeah i i pretty much agree on every one of her answers and it, what's funny is um you know, a lot of people are going to be like, capes? Where do people wear capes? I mean, that must be a L.A. thing, too. No. Like curb your enthusiasm. Again, I'm pretty sure they wear capes. I, I went, no, not curb your enthusiasm. Seinfeld. Remember, Larry was wearing a cape, and he was uh, George's uh, dad's attorney, and he was in New York wearing a cape. It was Seinfeld. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, when I went to Columbia here in Chicago, a lot of people were wearing capes. And I'm not talking. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But because it was like there's a theater school. So there were people smoking the cigarette holders, like the, the plastic black you know, mm-hmm. they're from like, you know, northern part of uh, Chicago. And, you, you should know, only rich. use one of those holders if you're in a margarita class. Right. At the time. Absolutely. Um, no, but there are some huge douchebags. And they would wear like the, um, you know, those like Trent Reznor, like 16 hole boots that go up to your knees. Yes. Like bondage boots yes. and bondage pants. And then Occasionally the Chuck Taylor that but, will also but, go. Like these people would be dressed up like, I guess this, this predates. Those are art school kids. Right. But then they'd be, at, you'd see them at like the, you know, the 50 cent hot dog stand down the street. You know, it's like, no, you, you don't get to eat like a normal person. You, you want to shoot up a university yeah. wearing normal shit? I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Trust me, these guys would have no idea how, well, to, how, how to operate a firearm if, if they tried. Well, Delaney, thanks for your answers. Those were, they sound well, well thought out and pretty, pretty damn funny too. At the end of the episode, I will definitely, you know what, right now, actually, um, I'll give out. So her, uh, her Twitter at is uh, at Delaney, D-E-L-A-N-I-E, Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, one word, at Delaney Fisher. And her website is DelaneyFisher.com, um, which is real easy to remember. It has uh, all of her uh, upcoming dates, uh, some video stuff that she's done, and like little uh, vignettes and stuff like that. So check it out. Uh, she's a good-looking lady, so I'd guys, like to, definitely go check it out. I'd like to Photoshop Ryan Gosling doing all these things that she mentioned and see if he was, she would still do them. 
I can make that happen. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty deviant <laughs> so like, with the Photoshop. Can, is this the only way you can think of to unsexify this guy? I don't understand why you and Steve, for whatever reason, feel that Ryan Gosling is like so alpha male and cool that none First of this off, shit. Would... I don't. I think oh, okay. Brad Pitt is. Okay. <laughs> but secondly, because uh, the women say he is. Name one chick who doesn't want to bang Ryan Gosling. Our wives included. I don't. I don't know, but I, I never thought about it. I guess I, I don't, do. I don't determine do. whether a guy's cool or not by what chicks think of him. Yeah, I determine whether he's should. cool or not by what I think. I agree. Should. No, yeah, I agree. Most definitely. No, there's a lot of guys that I think are really cool. I uh, I always liked Van Damme back in the day. but uh, Yeah, you, your, your barometer's a little bit off. But that mullet was serious. Absolutely. All right, what do you got? Uh, I have a cornucopia. <laughs> Oh, of sorry. Douchebag fashion. Of douchebag fashion tips. Uh, I had to strike a couple off because she she also. Uh, you had have to stick to five. Oh, okay. And you, you, uh, I have a listen. I have enough to make this a segment later. We will. But number one, I'll go with tried and true easy. The super tight, extra tight T-shirt. I think that the tapered like I there's a certain fit that's called. It's like athletic fit or something like that. That's like the new it's called douchebag. Well, whatever. But I mean, it's like it's it's tapered on the side too. It's not just a small. Like it's not like they go and buy a size smaller. It's literally no, it's made fitted to, fit. to be tiny. Yeah. yeah. No, they went out of their way. Like they went to the store and they were like, "No, I can't see my chest hair through this is, fabric." Is that? Yeah. Well, that's it. Not only is it tight, but the fabric, like you said, is so cheap. Where you could actually almost see, you know, yeah, if a guy was wearing a ta- had a tattoo on his chest, tighter than Michael Chiklis in the Shield, <laughs> right. that tight. But also, he grew ha- into those shirts, though. And to be honest, <laughs> he was super muscular. <laughs> he if actually, you if you quotes. think about it, that was probably like that. He might have made those shirts popular, or that whole thing popular, because I think after the first season of the Shield, I mean, he was still he quite poorly the from cause. the commission. But by the second one, you could tell that he had hit the gym a little bit, but was still had had some sizable man boobies. Shane was doing it too. And yeah, but he definitely like they were, it covered every curve that he had almost like they were painted on. Hold so, on. You're making me hot. Slow down. <laughs> all right. No, but you know what? It also, it adds a one more douchey credit. If you're under 150 pounds. <laughs> hey, oh, thank you. I'll be here all night. No, but I see these guys that are, Super skinny, tiny, and then they wear skinny shit on top of it. They're like, they're just shaming me. Right. It's just to shame me. It's like, in case you thought you had a few extra elbows, you definitely do. <laughs> right. And look at you, how fat you are. Absolutely. So, do you have a, a five? Uh, yeah. You want, me, you want to just go back and forth? Sure. Uh, my number five is the summer beanie. I understand we live oh, in Chicago. Good. I understand we live in Chicago, but... And you know what, during, but the thing is, is these guys don't take their beanie off because sometimes in Chicago, it could be 40 in the morning. It could be 80 by the afternoon and then 40 again in the evening. So, you know, you could keep the beanie and stuff in your back pocket, but they don't, you know, they, they, you'll see guys just pouring sweat, wearing a t-shirt and shorts still with the wool bean. I'm talking about the yeah. wool winter skull cap. Yeah. And not even like one that has a design on it. Literally like a, a cap that uh, Ralphie's brother wore in a Christmas story style yeah. hat. Listen, I went to an outside show in Chicago and saw a band of horses and my morning jacket. You were the only guy without a summer beanie? Tons of summer beanies. It was. It didn't matter. And with a beard also. So all that sweat oh. was sopping down into their, 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 their stink catcher. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it was bad. But not only... So just to add... That's a very hipster a thing A caveat well, to... Well, here, here's, where, here's where it takes the turn to the total hipster is the guy with the dreadlocks who've bunched him up into one of those like summer beanie hair catchers oh, yeah. that kind of just hang like a yarmulke off the back of their oh, head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They are like douchebag it, dream catchers. It is. It's, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, like a sack that's just holding 
dirty hair. They're a sack, all right. <laughs> all right, that's my number five. Uh, Hold my, on. Right. My next one is is the latter, not the super skinny guy, but the super chunky guy who refuses to stop wearing the cardigan. Oh, yeah. yeah that's definitely hipster Kurt Cobain thing. got away with it. He was 5'7", 135, and it was 1993. These guys, the, the hipster thing now, and I know this is more hipster than douchebag, but as I was just thinking about it, I was like, I just can't. Cardigans are made for, like, Adam Levine. And they're made for people really without beards. It just doesn't look right to me with a guy well, with a beard. It used to be like a rich guy thing, right. like a well-to-do. Well, now it's like we can grow That's beards. That's not an ascot, dude. It's a, it's a we, cardigan. We can grow beards, <laughs> we can have our beanies, and we can wear cardigans. Right. And again, the weather does not determine whether they wear a cardigan or not. They're what? just they're just going to put it on. And they're going to keep, they're not going to roll the sleeves up because that that's like a sign of weakness. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're hot. in it to win it. I'm going yeah, all the way. Yeah, I didn't put this cardigan on just to get comfortable. And but aren't, don't they usually wear ones that are obvious, like an ugly Christmas sweater? Like they're obviously unattractive, yeah. like for the purpose of being. Think like Zach Galifianakis. Right. That's exactly but who not I picture. funny. That's who I picture. Like an unfunny. Zach Galifianakis. Okay. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Did did you were you afraid you were gonna offend me with that? Mm, I was afraid I was gonna offend somebody. No, yeah. Zach Elephant. I was like, what if he? And I was like, no, fuck it. Yeah, right. I mean, we're going all the way. <laughs> no pulling out of the stops. I saw a special where he was really mean to people in the audience, and I was like, after that, it kind of sour. The one where he's on the piano yeah. the whole time. Yeah, he just roasted this right. old guy for like paying a ticket, buying a ticket. It's his style, man. I Created guess. one of all of his hey, own. Number four. Uh, tap out shirts on fat guys. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. I'm talking about guys with this, not all around fat guys, but guys with the regular dude lower body, but the giant barrel chest, fat belly, big like boobies. Chickens. Yeah, and but they wear the tap out shirts and they keep their arms akimbo. They have to when they're and usually you'll see these guys at like a Hooters bike night or uh, you know any kind of uh, you know like a festival or whatever, and they're, the the shirts are tight, mm. but they're tap out. You know, and they got their arms are big, but they're just big, blubbery, fat arms. Yeah, they're just. But the dudes size. are walking with their chests out, and they're like I said, they're they're swaying like a like a gorilla. They look like or Christmas turkeys in shitty clothes. Nobody's buying it, dude. No. Nobody's buying it. Because here's the thing: you may have at one point in time been fat, but you had a different shirt before because you're t- that that you mean shirt muscular. I, no, I mean oh. you may you may you may have been in shape. You may have been a, a tough jujitsu fighter. Mm. I don't know. Now you're just a fat piece of shit. Yeah. And the bottom line is if all I have to do is outrun you and we don't even have to worry about it. I don't know. To me, when you wear a shirt like that, you're not saying like, I like the UFC. I like watching the UFC because if, if that was the case, you'd wear a shirt that said UFC. I know right now you're not a UFC fighter, That's right? Like you showing up you. in a shiny robe that says Mickey Ward to every right. bar you go right. to. But if you were wearing a UFC shirt, I could right away determine you're not in the UFC. You're fat. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the UFC, but when you're wearing a tap out gear or one of these like, uh, you know, fight whatever shirts, I'm assuming that you're trying to let the public at large know you're a bad dude. Yeah. And it's almost, it's, it's the trucker nuts of t-shirts if you ask me. And, Han- and Hank Abbott aside, anyone that ever does that is Tank Abbott. Is Tank Abbott? Tank Abbott. <laughs> Even better. Uh, <laughs> you kind of classed him up a little bit there. Yeah. Henry Abbott aside. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, anyone that's remotely involved in that is very slim and always trying to cut weight and extremely. Uh, well, I think I mean there there, there is a there is definitely heavyweights, but uh, I I just don't think those guys are 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 going around advertising. I mean they're they're not hanging out at the town at the you know the county it's fair. Just saying that. like I like to watch guys fight. What does that make? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck that dude. You're right. All right. Uh, number three, old tried and true puka shell necklace. Son of a the bitch. White 
puka shell necklace. Dude, now, my this wife ranges, is gonna freak out when because we were talking about this. <laughs> this ranges from fourteen year olds who, yes, are can be douchebags, wildly insane douchebags. My brother like, wears a puka shell necklace. He is a candidate. <laughs> okay, he's on the list. I don't know. He's throwing the thing right. Right Doesn't now, mean he he's is a douchebag. It means he's he's wearing a douchebag right. uniform. Absolutely, that's for sure. Absolutely, he's flying the flag. Yeah, the puka shell necklace is. I associate it with with kids from high school that are on the football team but still want to smoke pot and look cool and they like Dave Matthews but they also punch women. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the puka shell necklace. And but, I don't need a lot. And usually a puka shell necklace is like a choker style too. It's, they're, they're tight. They're, they're tight. Right. Yeah, because if it was loose, it would look like too dainty, I right. think. It would look too, like you have to wear it tight. But that doesn't help. No. That no. doesn't help. Liz Fair <laughs> wore chokers, man. I, I, could, I could deal with that. Yeah, she did. Sure. Uh, my number three is uh, sunglasses that guys have resting on their ears on the back of their heads. Son of a bitch! You have that one on. That there? was like my number one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I got dude. plenty though. That so, is the. Douche- are we talking about? No. Describe to be clear. The right side, the way normal sunglasses would face, but they're flipped around on your head backwards. If you're like the dude's not wearing them, I'll do you one he, better. And, or he puts them down on his neck. I'll do one better. I saw a guy wearing them on the back of his head, but upside down also. Why? How does it? How he's does an that asshole. work? No, I know, but how does that work? Because if it you, doesn't work, if, it's, it's just it, stupid. I can't understand why they wouldn't fall off. If you wear them the right way, but backwards, you still have the things hooking over your ears. But to flip it over, it must have been down on his neck, around his shoulders. You're, are you sure you saw it up there? Hundred percent. That dude must have had a large dude, head. Dave, I wrote it down when I saw it. <laughs> I wrote it down. You and know it, what? If I know you probably still have a flip <laughs> phone, but if you get a smartphone, you start taking pictures of this. Stuff. I. Pulled up the phone and I dialed somebody and I said, "Write this shit down." <laughs> yeah, no, that's horrible. That's a that's a that's a great one. I got this laughter from uh, Three's Company. All right. That sounds like mash laughter. No, okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, is that it? For super. Yeah, super annoying. It's horrible. Absolutely. It's horrible. And if you, I don't know. If, I just every time I see, it's always like Oakleys or two hundred dollar pair of glasses, and every time I see it, I'm just like, fall, fall, fall. Right. I want it to fall and I want to step on it and pretend it was an accident. Everything, or maybe not. I don't know where like I think sunglasses should go when you're not wearing them. I just think if you have them, just keep them on, or take them off and put them somewhere. I don't even like them hanging from the front of your shirt, but it's a hell of a lot better than. Can you just flip them like on top? Flip them up. What, no, what, I mean, is this major like, league. I'm, no, I mean, can't you just put them on like, your rest, hat or on? Yeah, like, I, just yeah. lift them up four inches and set them there. Yes, it's the I guess. least douchiest thing I think you yes. can do. Uh, we have two more. Yep, I'm trying to whittle my thing down. Okay. Um, since you took that one from me, I will go with the unnecessary bow tie. Are you listening, NBA players? At your post game conferences, I know it's cool to look nerdy. I know it's like the nerd look, like Kanye was like, let's dress like nerdy white dudes and take that over, or whatever the hell. You can have it. That's fine. That John glad I don't watch any, you. Uh, any sports interviews. You know what? It, it happens. That would be super annoying. It happens NFL a lot. Just a lot of athletes are doing that now. They go for or rappers. Some, they go for like this nerd look. Like I'm not just a thug; right. I'm sophisticated. So I'm gonna put a bow tie on. I had a bow tie when I was five years old. I wore it to my birthday party. Does not surprise I have me. photos of it. I was super excited about it. That was 1985 when Pee Wee Herman was. I on was the top a five year old game. white kid. Right. The only excuse I had is my mom said, "Put it on. You look great." And I said, right. "Thanks, mom." And I blew out my goddamn candles. No excuse for a bow tie. No. Especially on a, on somebody over the age of six. Oh, and especially if you're a sportscaster and, you're and, it's, and it's your six, thing. Eight, and you're, it's your thing to wear it. I, unless you have a tuxedo on and you're like, you know, like in boxing, they'll have you're like the ring announcers to. or whatever that goes with your tuxedo. To. I had a buddy of mine who wore, uh, in lieu of the um, the regular standard tie, he wore a jewel. 
uh, because his he had a, a prom date that was super hot, and she wanted him to wear the jewel. And we we razzed this guy, and he's like, "Dude, I'm wearing the jewel. I'm I'm, I'm wearing what the jewel." Cowboy necklace? Things? No, 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 not a, not a bolo tie. It literally was just like a um a jewel, in 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 place of where a tie would be. It like strapped around, and there was a jewel, like a like a, uh, an emerald or something. I used to wear. I show you. I'll show you the I've picture. Bolo, it's ridiculous. But I could understand why this guy did it. Didn't work out for him. However, well, he she wanted him to wear it because it matched something that she was wearing. Yeah. But I'd still never let him. Good friends would. It's still to this day I bring it up. But especially when it's the sport cast, I would see. I wish Steve was here now. He's a sports guy. He would know. There's a couple of them that like. They know they're going to be on TV, so it's their thing. Like, oh, what color bow ties? It's the, I don't give a shit color bow tie. Stop wearing it. It's not cute. It Absolutely. makes you look like you're a kid no matter what, unless you said like you're in a tuxedo. Absolutely. Um, oversized sunglasses for dudes. No. Yeah, Steve wears them. No. I mean, yeah, like I'm talking, you know how like Kim Kardashian will wear the one where her, her nose looks like it's a tiny button and her, like the sunglasses are the like. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen glasses. Like the, I know. those novelty ones you used to get at the, the county fair that are like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously not that big, yeah, but yeah. like I'm talking the ones that like, like. Like Jackie, chicks wear. Like Jackie O glasses. Yeah. That no guy likes. Oh, he wears, I'm not just mis- make, mean to pick on Steve, Poor but. Steve. Uh, this is like the hipster thing to do. They'll be like neon blue in color or pink or orange or, or like a sunburst. Now, is it the 80s style? No. It's a regular pair of sunglasses like that Ray-Ban? are just like, like, like any hot chick would walk around wearing. All, all the chicks wear the big sunglasses. Like You're talking like the Jackie O style. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, let's move it up. I mean, I know you're still watching. Well, that's ta- where You know what Kim from. Kardashian looks like? Yes. Okay. She wears Jackie O glasses. Well, whatever. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I don't. Is that closer? I don't know. When's the last time we've seen them? I just On think that anything looks big. Their heads are tiny, like Beetlejuice. Yeah. So why but do they do it? You know what I mean? Giant, ob- just obnoxiously large sunglasses yeah. on dudes. And when you flip those around you in the back, your head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, I was trying to say nice things. No, the big plastic well, frame sunglasses. Down. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me with well, these? Well, he knows, but he doesn't. He doesn't need you to say it on a no. podcast. I'm going to though. <clears throat> I didn't know that guys wore big sunglasses. I didn't know that. They do. That's all. Now you'll be now you'll be seeing them everywhere, dude. That's bad news. That's bad news. My um, uh, my number one for this podcast is going to be when guys are playing sports and they're wearing a sleeveless shirt, and instead of just having the sleeve missing, it's the hole for their arms is cut all the way down to like the, the bottom, bottom seam. Hem. Yes, yeah. so that I can see your stupid ribs. I, you know what? I've just never been in the kind of shape where I could pull that off. No, but but skinny guys do it. And it just looks dumb. It's but, like, oh, maybe. You know what? Well, I don't want to see side boob. That's I want to see thing. side boob on chicks. Like when you see a chick, when you see like a really, like a like a guy who's bone skinny and he has his shirt off and, and chicks are like, oh, you know, he's got abs. And it's like, no, that, that guy oh. has literally no, <laughs> it's no lean. You know what I mean? It's right, just right, right. Bones. That's, that's not abs. That's, that's what I look like underneath a normal person body too. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because my wife would just posted a picture of Adam Levine that he was like naked laying on a motorcycle or something, or someone did. He was like laying, and, like, and by like a all tiger. these girls were like, "I'll take that," I'll, you know. And I'm thinking, this dude is not. You would he take have it. Like you a manly body. He's like a he's like a girl. No, you could take it. You could take it from him. You could hold him down, cover his <laughs> mouth, and take it. You could dominate Adam Levine. Um, and uh, so that I think that's it. That's it for me. Was the oversized sunglasses was my number one? Did you, and did you have yours already? I don't know. Maybe I threw six out. My deep, my deep, my deep shoulder. Uh, oh, that was your number deep, one. Deep armholes was the bad. All right. Well, I hate it. I don't want to see your side. It's no, gross. that's yeah, it sucks. Um, so obviously, uh, hopefully, what we'll do now is uh, we ask you guys to you know send us a couple more um, 
question or another top five list or we'll pull from the one we already have because I have like I said I have like 15 or 20 of them but I always like to get new ones fresh ones um some of the ones are good some of the ones aren't so good so if you send me one that I think is even better I will credit you uh with sending in the list if that does anything for you and if you want to like go to butterfly radio or whatever and record if you're the guy who sends in the list or girl I will play your answers to uh your top five and then uh we'll answer to it as well I do have a yes or no submitted. What's that? Uh, Tony Dockery. She's at Stars and yes. Stains, which is. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say no, just so that we could have a healthy debate. Right. It's at S-T-A-R-S-N-S-T-A-I-N-S. That's Stars and Stains. She's sending a yes or no Kevin Spacey. I feel like we've done that one before, but I'm not really She's sure. She's a new listener. No, no. I, I, and I have I not. think we've had it. And I've just not done it. Like I've just, or maybe I've commented mm. on it. Anyway, what do you, what do you have to say about it? I am a yes, but I want to with a bullet. I'm a yes with a caveat there. Uh, I, I, I. He's done some of my favorite movies. He's done so. I mean, he's been Usual Suspects. He's been in Seven. Swimming the Negotiator. With sharks. The Negotiator. One of my. Oh well, The Bug's Life. Oh, Bug's Life. Oh, he is in it. Yeah, he plays uh, Hopper, the evil grasshopper. Never saw it. Really? Mm-mm. You have kids. My See, now, kid, if you were letting him watch was, Bugs Life that, instead that was of... was before my kid. I, I don't know if my kid was born when that you movie came You have a two-year-old out. now, sir. If you weren't watching... Yeah, I, don't, I don't go back. If we you weren't back. watching we move forward. Uh, Pawn Stars, you right. could be watching Bugs Life. But uh, no, I, 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 have, I think he's awesome in tons of movies. But he does do one thing that bothers me. He always sort... Even if he's not supposed to look at the camera, I feel like he's looking at the camera and he does his little head... Like he you looks noticed like, when you just did that. Now it definitely he, stuck out. In my he head. does this thing like with his face, especially. I just got done watching season one of. Uh, it was only one season of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. I just finished it on Netflix, and he does look at the camera. He's supposed to, but he just does this thing like, like someone put a, you know, like something stinks in the room. <laughs> it's smell just, the fart. Yeah, it's just sort of like, but not even. It's sort of like he farted, and he wants you to smell it. <laughs> like ha ha. He's you know? waving the smell around with yeah, his head. Like smell my fart. Like he does do that. Like he'll just go like, hmm. and in seven, especially he's in the back seat. You know, he's like, oh, I cut off her pretty head. So he does this. Like I, I kind of want to punch him, but I, but I think he's great. But you still, you just want to give him one liver shot. I just want, I want to punch him until he stops doing that face and then go, I'm sorry, dude, go back to making awesome movies, please. Uh, I'm going to say, I guess ultimately, yes, but I believe that he's, I kind of look at him as a one trick pony. He kind of plays the same arrogant character in every, I don't think he's true. He's really not been, unless he chooses those roles. It doesn't seem to me like he's really stretched. And now I'm sure Nick, if Nick was here, K-Pex. he would immediately, I didn't see that movie, but <laughs> if Nick was here, he would have done what you just did, but he would have, he would have found the one role that this guy was in that was so out of character. And I would have been like, you know what? Yeah. Okay, fine. There's an exception to every rule. <laughs> right, right, right. But I just feel like he's a one trick pony, but the trick he's doing works for him. Mm-hmm. So if I needed a snarky kind of like dickhead boss type of guy, like yeah. in horrible bosses, horrible bosses yeah. he's the guy. No doubt, he's the guy. Swimming of sharks is the same. Absolutely, yeah. that's like a. That's probably where they, why they cast him in uh, horrible so, bosses. One trick pony, but great trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I will say, I guess we both give him a yes. Side note too, he does a really good uh, walk-in and Pacino. I know a lot of people do, but his are his are pretty solid. Yeah, I don't know. It, it must be it must be those guys' like specific cadence that everybody those are like the go to uh impressions that yeah. people do. He did that um actor studio or whatever. Inside the actor studio. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, he did that and it was a good it was a good episode. But he did I mean he did like four or five. And they were all they were all 
pretty good. So extra yes for that. Um, Thanks, Tony. Real quick, a couple of things before we wrap up. Uh, so I was looking through the um, the uh, paper. When I say paper, I, I mean the internet. But I wanted to sound like I was a little bit more. Uh, I still get the paper. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't want to From say. I wanted to say I looked at my iPad because I know you're still you're still reading like I you're still li- using the Dewey Decimal System. I go to the library and read the paper. Don't judge me. Um, you didn't see those guys there again, did you? That you were complaining about before in the Lakers. It was a guy in yeah. the full Lakers. Yeah, yeah I did. Still- I've been there quite a few times since. <laughs> I saw the same guys. Yeah. You should yeah. interview that guy. I will. I should give you my recorder and have you like just do a street interview, dude. Face, Don't even tell him why he's Facebook, been selected. YouTube. What's up? You, you ever go on there after he's done and try to look and see where he's been? No, you you have a different sign on. Oh, okay. So yeah. you completely close the. computer But I down. do now just to be extra judgmental. Like when I come in, I'll do a whole circle around the computer bay, like a crop I, dusting. And, and I'm not e- yeah, and I'm not even uh, subtle. I look at all their screens. I walk by, just looking, judging, going, oh, that's stupid. Why are you, you here think, for like, that? Just go up and tap the guy and be like, hey, pal, how much longer? <laughs> that's not a bad idea. And just that? see what he says. I, what You know what I should do is just ask him to look like, why is it YouTube? Just be like, oh, go to, uh, <laughs> yeah, be go, even better. I want to see that Green Day video from oh, 96. Yeah, dude, have you seen this? This is hilarious. And like, find a video of like, uh, you ever seen uh, Charlie bit my finger? The YouTube yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, have, just you seen, have you seen Charlie day. bit my finger? Yeah. And there's a Charlie bit my finger too. I'm so. going to go to, uh, I'd be like, hey dude, real quick, just start drinking out of cups. <laughs> no way. No way. Absolutely. That's I think that'd favorite. be, I think that'd be funny. Of all time. I'm going to do it next time. I'm just going to ask him, dude, can you. Or if he's on Facebook, be like, can you check my Facebook real quick? I just need to see if somebody, I, <laughs> I log into my Twitter. I need to tell someone to fuck themselves. And then when he's on your Facebook, be like, hey dude, if you, if you want, just go ahead and add me. <laughs> I feel like a jerk asking you to do this. So hold on, how many friends do you have? <laughs> right. Yeah, never mind. I'm looking to pick never up a couple mind. more friends. I like people that like wear full Lakers warm up gear. <laughs> I did. Um, paper. So anyway, I saw a uh, something in the uh, on the internet that said that uh, Tim Burton has decided to uh, make a. He's been greenlit for a second Beetlejuice movie. I think it's been 24 or 27 years since the first one. Timely. And I know for a fact that Michael Keaton is saying yes. What are you saying? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm not into sequels, especially when they deep uh, dig that deep into the well. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm no, no. Tim Burton couldn't make this movie. Michael Keaton could not help make this movie better. Could David Fincher make this movie? No, <laughs> no. It's Scorsese. I'm having mixed feelings about Dumb and Dumber Part Two. Oh by yeah, the way. no, there was Dumb and Dumber Part Two already. We've was, already seen it. That was it. Dumber-er. But, I know, you know but, but I'm, I've, I've, I've made my. The franchise is not a franchise. It's a one-time movie. I've gone on my soapbox about, about I hate how they, they keep milking the same cow or whatever. Um, this Beetlejuice is a good example. No. Well, I think Beetle Beetlejuice, no, especially for no. people our age, is it was a great movie then, but it doesn't stand the test of time. Like I, I watched it with my kid; my kid loved it, but I was like, "This movie sucks." They're it's playing really on our emotions. Movie. I would like doing. to see. I like to check in with Winona Ryder every couple of years because she's like a fine wine. I believe that she ages very, very uh, yeah. well. Yeah. So if she's going to be in the movie, I'll probably take my drag my kid to see it. Mm. Uh, but outside of that, I think Gina Davis is. Has, she died years ago. They're and, just uh, they're just playing at her. She, her face got weird. She started like she held up for as long as she could, and it yeah. just started falling off. And then obviously Alec Baldwin died, so I mean they can't be in the movie. Sure. Uh, moving on, uh, the other thing that I saw was they are well, they're making an Army of Darkness too as well. Bruce Campbell is. Uh, I'm okay with that because it's campy. Yeah, it's supposed so to be stupid. Yeah. All those movies are stupid. Yeah, that's I'm okay with it. Um, 
I don't really talk about that anyway. But, I know uh, they're going to call me someday waiting <laughs> for my approval. Uh, the last one I saw was they had an, uh, an Entourage movie. This is basically just for Nick because Nick has been uh, waiting on uh, b- with bated breath for this Entourage movie to come out. And from what I saw, there was a like a TMZ thing where somebody caught Marky Mark at the uh, – and I yeah. That's what I said, Marky Mark. They caught him at the airport, and they were asking about the Entourage movie, and he was basically saying, yeah, like basically uh, tongue-in-cheek, we'll make the movie when when people stop being so greedy and asking for large sums of money to, you know, be in the roles or whatever. And then he kind of like I said, it was tongue-in-cheek. He kind of downplayed it a little bit, yeah. Mark and the Funky Bunch said this? But then I saw that Adrian Grenier had come on, uh, was on like an article on the Huffington Post saying that, Basically, he wasn't asking for any more money, and he was ready to do it. So uh, I think it's a horrible idea. Again, one of those shows that, like, awesome HBO show in the beginning, it just took a freaking dive. The last – did you ever see any of it? Never. Oh, well. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Well, Nick, this one's for you, buddy. Nary an episode. Um, But isn't that – okay, if it already started going bad, why 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 do they always wait on this show? Because, you know, I think that – they never get the their thing head with out that show is it's enough. like there's so many opportunity there's so many cameos because the show is basically do you know what it's about? One guy who's trying to make it and all his one guy who's on. basically like a, a superstar, but then at some point during you know the, the run of the show, his career take goes to the shitter, then he comes back, and anyway the the other guys are like people that are also big kind of hangers on, so they yeah, they live entourage. with him and he yes in entourage, and his brother's like a B movie actor you know kind of a shitty actor or whatever. Um, but the thing is, is they have so many opportunities for cameos because of the, the way the show is set up in the business. Right. So I think that, that a lot of people just, you know, got an opportunity to be in the movie and a lot of stars have something that have their hands in the movie or Isn't whatever. It's just too little too late though. I mean, how long did that go off the air? I don't know. I mean, I think oh, probably like four or five years ago. So I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think you're right. You know, sometimes Breaking bad has come on, done its run and, and is over by that point. I, I think that it, it, I can't really think for the light. What sequel really blew your mind and then you were like wanting a third one? Empire. See? <laughs> no, but that's very... Yeah, I mean, again, that's it's, it's a and needle in a haystack. not even 100% sure. I was maybe one years old, but no. But you've seen it and you said, I want to see another Star Wars movie until you saw Return of the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, I was still like, on. After the, oh, after the Matrix 2, I was still on. Speaking of that, I put a question the other day. I was, watch, I was talking to somebody about Full Metal Jacket and they're like, you know, Full Metal Jacket... It's one of those movies that the first half of the movie is great and the second mm-hmm. half of the movie is just it sucks. Yeah, I don't know if it sucks, well, but it's it's a departure from certainly it's a, a one eighty, right? Yeah, and great, then I I put movie. it on Twitter and I think you said from dusk till dawn, from dusk till dawn, which Absolutely. I which I I said and then you said as well, but I said it on Facebook, you didn't see it, uh, so you said it as well. Agreed. You said it on cable television. Uh, the other one was what did I just say? What was the movie we were just talking about? Uh, Two seconds ago. <laughs> The first movie? No, oh, Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi. Same thing for me. First half of the movie, the Jabba's Palace. That's part, fair. Great. I never thought about second that. half of the movie. The Ewoks completely ruined the movie. Like I don't even care at that point what happens. I always happens. thought about that as being not one of the better movies, but now you that think you... they set it up to do the to give way for the Ewok adventure? But you're right. Though, the first half is so good. Oh, it's awesome. It is. It's amazing. And then it just kind of goes like a Peter's because you see Luke come in and he's a badass, and you're like, I want to see more of this, and then they get captured by like. Teddy bears. I hate when cute shit gets in the way. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, feel free to hit us up on Twitter at the Hey My Man uh, twenty at Hey My Man twenty twelve. Let us know what other movies besides the three we just named uh, that started out strong and ended weak, or started weak and ended out strong. Whatever. Um, I'm sure Nick. 
especially we'll, we'll have like one or two that we we've yeah. forgotten and uh, love to hear from you guys. Also throw out uh, a couple of top five lists. Um, go to our butterfly radio. If you want to do a top five list, go to the butterfly. You can do it on Twitter, but I'd rather you go to butterfly radio, say the name of the, uh, you know, the, the title, the prompt for your top five list and give your top five in that category. And like I said, we'll play it. We'll answer our top five. And, uh, you know, like I said, we'll be able to interact with you guys. The other, before we go, um, is there anything you wanted to give props to? I don't know if we have 10, if we have time to defend. Yeah, Pearl, you have Pearl Pearl Jam's on. Yeah, go ahead. But absolutely. A couple of weeks ago when we did our top five, was it most worst bands? Worst bands or most, most overrated <clears throat> band or yeah, at most some annoying. point in time you mentioned that Fred Dur- or uh, <laughs> yeah, him Ed, too yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in that list you mentioned that uh, Eddie Vedder was one of the you said I think he's the worst, worst front man of all time man. I think that uh, I took exception to it because I know it's it's all relative point of view or whatever but I just could not believe how much they've toured how much work they've put in and how much awesome music in my opinion that right. you. I know a lot of people who think he's one of the best front men in the world. So I was like, "That's crazy. I was like, this dude's crazy. How can he think Eddie Vedder is one of the worst front men? So I started looking up some bands that have gone platinum and sold records. Before you get into that, uh-huh. where do you put him in in the overall lexicon of a scale of one to I ten as front in, man? I put him in top five front men of all time. Are you crazy? Absolutely. And you're not just talking Absolutely. about his ability to sing. You're talking about his ability no, to I lead. He, and, 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 and He's got a great voice. Here's what I think. No, he does he, not. He's got a great That's voice. That's crazy. Here's what I think you're doing. Every other person in I that genre has the same voice. I think, no, no, no. Every person after him. That's fine. And when tons of people mimic it's you, a shitty what does genre, that tell you? It's a shitty genre, though. No, no, no. If what, I could take one, if t- I could take one genre of music and, and and hope that it never happened because nothing good came of it, that genre happened and it wasn't like something progressed or stemmed from grunge. Well, then enjoy disco or or Backstreet Boys and Sync because you can keep those genres. Absolutely, for the purposes of Backstreet Boy and the and boy bands, I mean. Temptations are are, are Backstreet are the Backstreet Boys of their generation. Uh, it, it's, okay, it's, well it's, then Pearl Jam is the Who. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, well, I mean, close. if we're going to do that, if no, we're going to say they're saying, both rock and roll I'm, I'm, that's no, progressive and mad at their parents. Boy, as far as boy band or, or, or an act of four or five or six that's, guys that are singing, yeah. you know, on a stage with just microphones like New Kids on the Block, you know, all those bands that did it afterwards, they're they're bad ripoffs of those guys that were doing it in the R&B days and the, you know, well, like it's just mo- the Commodores, I mean, the, the Temptations. I don't think NSYNC... And Backstreet Boys are Motown. Well, I know that, but even if you did it better, okay, even if you mm-hmm. did it better than than the Menudo or 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 the Backstreet that's too Boys, wide. Or, that's too no. General. I'm saying, but it, it to me, it's the same sort of thing. You're like a you're you're an ensemble group of of five different singers that can all are all decent singers that you know at different parts of the song you step forward and you it's it's the same genre. Well, if grunge music is that bad, then 80s hair bands should have should have stopped sucking so bad. Because they allowed them to just come in and, and take over and annihilate because they were all sucking you know so what? bad. I just remembered. I skipped over one of my top five uh, for this week. The other one was Bajas, and this just reminded me of it. Baja sweaters. You know, they're like... Uh, oh, I love Bajas. Oh, are awesome. you, are you awesome. kidding I wouldn't wear them, but when somebody wears them, you know I'm what? like... That I'm glad I waited because this is perfect. That's You like... I, when I think of Baja, I think of Pearl Jam. Now, some people might think... I, I got one for my kid. I purposely forgot it's cuter to now. mention Baja so I could bring it up later as a great callback. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't. Subconscious. But I will tell you this. It's pretty much one of the douchiest things you can wear. No way, dude. In Absolutely. mid-90s, if you had a Baja, that's awesome. And you probably had your hair short on the sides and long on the top. 
Yeah, that's not absolutely. Big, I'm picturing cool a huge douchebag. Cool with me, man. <laughs> it's cool with me. I love it. No, absolutely. Well, listen, not. you got. I won't go way more in depth, but there was a ton of bands who immediately tried to sound a ton of singers who tried to sound like Eddie Vedder. Absolutely. Which means this guy's got it. He's got something. No, it just means that the the A and R people, or the people that work for these record companies, saw that Insync's trying to sound like Temptations. They got something. It's a, the guy the, from Creed trying to sound like Pearl Jam because like he's got Nirvana something. or any of these. Like, okay, I don't. Don't think, you I dare! Don't, even think don't per, you dare! Hold on, I don't think. Don't per, you dare! Go I don't into think Nirvana Pearl territory. Jam was the first of their style of music. Maybe they were the biggest. But I think what happens is when you have yeah, record, you relative. have rock bands or whatever, and this is the scene that's evolving out of this one part of the country. Like if you remember what, REM and, and B-52s, they, they came out of another part. Well, when he was with his band, I'm saying they're from they this They found area. him. He was in California. However, <laughs> that whole music scene it. came out of a specific Seattle, you know, yeah, that area. Yeah, yeah. And so the people that were, all these guys were getting record deals because... The record companies are greedy. They just saw an opportunity to take it's advantage like, of what was like hit at other, the time. It's like any other music Abs- Absolutely. New, so metal, new metal was When you tell shit. me that people, other singers were like, this guy is good. I'm going to try to emulate his style. No. It's the record companies, the producers, the managers, and then it go, hey, this is what's hot right now. We need a guy that's going to go, oh. Yeah, but, yeah, but guys are. And sound but, like a. But know, the people that do it are, are way into it. You like, guys they, all they know think. you agree with me. I made a great point, and Ben no. is just not willing to face it. No. So, First, you said Sync was like Temptation. No, I didn't. I was saying they're the same style of band. (laughs) No, I don't even think Pearl Jam's not as good as the Temptations. That's apples and donuts. Well, whatever. (laughs) No, well, listen. Go ahead. You think he's a shitty frontman. Allow me to give you a list of shitty frontmen that have sold tons of, tons, tons of records. If the Joker was a homosexual, Hmm. Eddie Vedder could be the Joker. Wait, what? Go ahead. He just has that look to him where he just looks like he's. he's I think he, I think you don't like his politics. I don't either. But I think he's. No, that's I, not true. Yes, Whatever it is. <laughs> I think he's so far left wing that you're like, oh, this coffee drinking Bill Clinton loving son of a bitch, and you're just out. Hey, Nick. That's what I think. You're just <laughs> doesn't out. Doesn't hurt, buddy. It doesn't hurt. It, no, yeah. Well, Nick would be the same way. I'm oh, sure. absolutely. I'm sure. But if you that's take that that's out, that's not okay. why. Fred Durst from Limp Biscuit. Horrible. Bono. I'll tell, and I'll, I'll tell you what. You go down the list, and I'll tell you if I think they're better or worse than. than uh, I'll let, no, I'll no, because it's already predetermined. They're all worse. It's in your opinion. All, but I, well, I, here's the thing. You, so far, uh, Bono is a far better front man. They've been together man. for... How long has Pearl Jam been together? I don't know, 30 years, like 25 years. 25 I don't know, 20, years? I don't know. But I could tell you that Bono is definitely a better front man and a better no, 20, singer 20, than, 20 years. than Eddie Vedder. Bono? Yeah. Bono is not a better singer than yeah, Eddie Vedder. Oh, yeah. He wears he he tells about fourteen of these douchebag things we just listed. Oh, he's a huge douchebag. Colossal. He, he's Absolutely. A, he's not that great of a singer either. I agree. But that's he's better than he's better. Man, he, he doesn't even get excited. Right, he let's just move stands on. Let's, there in his okay. leather pants. Bono sucks. Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Horrible. Sold more Worst. records probably Worst. than Pearl Jam. Better voice, but just a bigger douche. Better voice. He's got a good voice. He's just Chad Kroger has a, a better voice than Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder's style he sounds of singing. Like he have you ever heard Coco Puffs? Have you ever heard? Oh, just want to be a big rock star. No, that's dude. pretty good. Yeah. Have you uh, have you ever heard Eddie Vedder's uh, this this year will go or next year will go all the way that that Cubs song? Oh, it's a Cubs song. How good could it be ever? No matter what, well, I'm just saying it's yeah, I, Frank Sinatra dude. It sound like shit. I, I will pro- I will probably end the podcast with that song just so we have a prove a point. That's fucking horrible. Go ahead, David Lee Roth. Horrible, 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 horrible. Way Can't more annoying him. and worse than Eddie Vedder. <laughs> uh, Vince, better, but you know what? Don't he, say better. He voice. was an exciting. By no, 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 no. Hell no. An exciting frontman though. So was Eddie Vedder? No. 
Eddie, if Eddie Vedder Dude, did he used any... to climb to the top okay, of the rafters that... and jump off. Where do you think he learned that? David Lee Roth was the guy that invented the bat high karate kicks. Oh my god! There's no. So he was doing the same stage diving. As, I mean, as Eddie nobody was. Uh, who was doing it before David Lee Roth. Tell me who was doing that before David Lee Roth. Who was jumping what, off karate a, of, of a triple a triple stage uh-huh. drum riser, like backflip into a karate, you know. No, nobody was doing it. Maybe Freddie Mercury. DLV, know. dude. Vince, D- DLV. Vince Neil. Uh, I don't know. I think I'll just Vin, lump I him think with Vin, his sister, Brett Michaels. I think Vince Neil's better. Than what? Than Eddie Vedder. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I can't wait. I want Brett Michaels. to respond to this. Oh, uh, no, he sucks. Sting. I know you're going to oh, go, hey, Sting's, Sting's good. Sting's no. great. No, Sting. Sting the police. Fields, the, Fields of Gold? No, the police. That song makes me want to slip my the wrist police, the proper direction. The police Sting, great. Early Sting, I mean, excuse I me, the police is great. Other than that, Sting, I don't th- I don't Sting think... is probably the most pretentious douchebag there is. They don't get much bigger than that. Yeah, so if we're going But personality-wise, I'm saying, and I don't know what kind of. I'm not saying he's a horrible singer. When you but say a should... front man, now with Sting, I'm just talking about the the, the music of the police is I think, by and large, better than Pearl Jam, in my opinion. But to say he's a better frontman, I don't really so know if he is because he stands there and plays bass and sings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So when you say frontman, I guess you're talking all-encompassing, all getting encompassing. the crowd behind you, all Dexter that. Holland from The Offspring. I've never seen that guy do anything. Like, I've never seen him on stage, and I've never seen a video of him on Take stage. Take my so word I, for it. I can't think he has very much charisma. I'm not saying he's a horrible dude. No, as far as frontman, he's a, band, a horrible. The straight up, you know, blonde, he, you're like he, you know, he kicks puppies or something. I'm like he borrowed twenty bucks, never paid it back. <laughs> uh, David Draymond from Disturbed. I have no idea what you just said. David Draymond from Disturbed. Is that the band that says plays? Uh, that, hit, let the bodies hit the floor. No. No, they get down with the sickness. Da-na-na-na-na. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. The whole band's horrible. Yeah, I don't know what kind of front man that guy is. Pierce LeBray. Now you just remember reminded me of that that, that douchebag from Corn though. That guy sucks. I can't mm. stand him. I thought about that. But good front man though. I don't Even know. if you don't I, like how I, I've never seen him he's perform. Very, so I agree with you. Uh, very electric. He's got a big uh, I know he's got that stupid microphone because he brought it on Stern before. Yeah, he's got a crazy mic. Uh he really gets the crowd. Not a bad front man. Even if I don't I used to like corn. I still think they're what I don't like anything they've done the past decade. But uh, in his time, not, you could do worse. You could do worse than that guy. Uh, What's Steve, his name? St- uh, Jonathan Davis. Okay. Actually, I think he's a very good front man. I've Steve, never seen him. So Stephen Jenkins, Third Eye Blind. I don't know who that Colossal is. Colossal douche. I know yeah. who the band is, but I've never seen them. I, I can't speak to that. So okay. Trust um, you on that. I don't know the guy's name, but the singer from Godsmack. Uh, what do they sing? It mm, doesn't matter. He's a I'm like an old man. Like, why do they sing? Anthony Kiedis. Oh, huge, huge pompous. Douche. Way worse than Eddie Vedder, right? Uh, no, well, even douchebag wise. Uh, no frontman, bad frontman. Yeah, he's horrible all the way around. So. Everywhere. I wish he was burning a fire. Okay, this one's gonna. This one's gonna. You're gonna go. Uh, <laughs> this one, people go. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Brian Johnson, ACDC. Oh no, he's a thousand times better. Can't thousand sing. Can't better. sing. Oh no, he can't. He, well, he can sing for the purposes and of just, ACDC. Just stands around going dirty. That's enough for me because ACDC is probably the hardest that's rock for and you ass. That Eddie Vedder's got to win no, twenty Grammys in your no, book because he falls backwards onto a bunch of teenagers that, that push him around the audience. So what does Brian Johnson do? I don't know, but he at wears least the guy in the school outfit jumps around and kicks his leg. Angus Young, yeah. Dude, don't ever, ever compare ACDC in any way or any member of ACDC to Pearl Jam. We've gone Temptations to NSYNC. I think the book's wide open on what we can compare to what. Okay, a couple more for you. Michael Jackson. I'm not a fan of Michael Jackson. Okay, he's not a good front man. 
I don't give a damn. He's just not. I know he can dance or whatever. Yeah. But we're going off. That. We're going off all around. Is he? Does he? Can he even be considered a front man? Does he have a band behind him? Yeah. Hired musicians. Rob Halford. Oh, he's excellent, dude. Why would Rob Halford? What's wrong with him? He just stands around in studs and pretends not to be gay. I don't think he pretended not to be gay. I think oh, you just didn't, you didn't want to see the forest for the trees. <laughs> no. Man. If uh, there's any guy who did not go out of his way to pretend he was not gay, it's Rob he, Halford. Well. All right, I just right. think I just don't think we were ready to admit that that guy that rocked so hard was homosexual. But now, whatever you know, he these guys are all way worse. That than guy, Eddie that guy spun kicked the closet door right wide open. What is it that you don't like about Eddie Vedder? That stupid voice. His voice. You don't yeah. like his voice. And his face. When the way he sings and the way the he's facial. He's got a very muscular face. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like high cheekbones. I don't know what it is. The guy. You, don't, I guess, you really don't think he can sing. There's not one guy in that genre. Like I hate Allison Chains. Hate him. And I know a lot of people get pissed when I say that. Like people will like yeah. go crazy. Like man in the box. Great. No. Yeah, you're horrible. Su- you're super wrong about that too. I always think of Temple of the Dog. Uh uh, I do. Scott Weiland is about as far as I can go, as far as uh, you know, liking a grunge. And are yes, they? Are they? Horrible. Are they grunge? Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, none of them would say they were. That's just something that got slapped on it. Yeah, know? I'm trying to think. Uh, none of them came out and said we're a grunge band. It was just like when they were. Yeah, Eddie Vedder to me, CDs. like I, I don't necessarily mind the band, like Pearl Jam, the guys that in the band, They're the, the music musicians. of the band. I'm not, I'm not into their music, but I'm I agree. I'm same with the Grateful Dead, Fish. These dudes are all excellent musicians. Not my cup of tea. This all came up because I was in the car the other day and a song called Rearview Mirror came on by Pearl Jam. It's on their second album. And I was just like, God damn, this song is so good. I could listen to this song like several times in a row. It's so good. And then I started thinking, I can't believe Dave thinks this guy sucks. I just can't yeah, believe cause, it. Yeah, because you remember hearing me bitch about it. Like, Yeah, I was like, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. It's just so good. And I was like, he thinks this is horrible. I just got to. Gotta you know, I because I'm being cheap. Uh, I've been telling myself every week I want to make you this mixed CD, and I want you to make me. A I want to make CD. you a best of Pearl Jam. But no, CD. no. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to make me ten songs. Okay. I'll, I will even buy the CDs because I know you know you don't have cable. No, I have some. Um, then you just give me one of yours. But what I'll do is uh, I want to give you ten songs. I'm not going to tell you who the artists are. Okay, so you cannot. There will be no bias. Okay. I mean, obviously, I'll know who. Right. Eddie, when enough. I hear Eddie Vedder, I'll know it's Eddie Vedder. So yeah. I mean, that that's that's kind of tricky. But you won't be able to. But, I want 10 songs that you think that I would like if I wasn't already biased by some, you know, knowing who the band songs was and I saying like, you would like, Hey dude, this isn't the kind of music I like. So I'm going to, I'm going to write it off songs. That I think you would like songs that you think are just solid songs that you think that I'm just, but I, see, I think you're going to like, 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 like punk promise. Or punk I will, or metal. I will do my best to objective be, be objective, but okay. you gotta, you gotta be the same way because yeah. obviously I'm going to give you stuff that's more in my realm yeah. and you're going to go, Oh, but I like I don't the listen. shit you like. We'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. And so I, then I will, you will reveal to me on the podcast. Um, although the I like tracks the- one, two, three, and four, I didn't like tracks, but, and then I will reveal, reveal to you who, who they are. Okay. But no cheating, no sound, no, absolutely. What's the other yeah. one? I don't know. Uh, whatever it is. Steve, uh, I don't want to mention a, a, a new uh, a new uh, app that Steve will tell us is 25 this, years old. There's this brand new one called Soundhound. It just yeah. came out a second ago. Um, so that's uh, that's what we got. The singer from Op Ivy does sound like Mr. Garrison. Love him. You, is he, that the only song you've heard? Though, no. The Arbor, no I've, intro? Heard, I've heard like two of their albums okay. or something. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. We just, ever since I heard that the intro, it sounds like it. Mr. Hat. I will... Uh, so we'll get that done. And um, is there anything you want to? Uh, any other things you want to promote before we get out of here? Uh, a friend of 
a friend of a friend that I went by his house. Um, they started brewing a few years ago. They started brewing their own beer. Uh, it's there's really nothing to promote, I guess yet, but it's called Wild Rose Brewing. They're gonna open their own place. Um, I had a couple. Would they be? Would they consider changing the name from Wild Rose yes. Brewing? No, I don't think so. Okay. Why? I was just thinking that maybe we could we could get some uh, listener participation hey, my man coming. Brewing? If we come up with a better name, would they be interested? It's from the area that they're they're gotcha. from. Yeah, but uh, what if we what if we come up with Eddie Vedder Ale, a specific name for one of their beers? Uh, that they may be open to. Maybe we'll get We'd together. We have to sway and we we'll have get to get together like with we'll get together with them and maybe we'll do a cross promotional. That'd be great. And uh we'll see what we can come up with. That Why would be not? super cool. I mean they'd have to yeah, cool. hammer a few beers out first probably. Well, I'd have to drink some of their beer first too. They, but he he the, the guy uh they made a coffee what is it? They, a breakfast stout brewed with coffee in it. It was amazing. Amazing. All right. Is it uh does it have like a kick where it wakes you up? I don't believe the coffee takes that effect. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I have no idea what that would even taste like. That's awesome. It smells more like coffee than it tastes like. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, they're not open yet, but when they do, it's Wild Rose Brewing. Um, very good at what they do, man. The only thing I want to promote is uh, there's a new show on HBO called Hello, Ladies. It's this guy, Stephen Merchant. He's a, a comedian, a writer, whatever. And it's basically, it's kind of like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. The guy's British. He's like six foot five, six foot six, tiny skinny dude. Have you seen the pr- promotions for no. him? And uh, he, he basically finds himself in all these stupid situations where he's he's like a single guy trying to meet all these like Hollywood hot chicks, and he keeps stepping in shit. And at, at the end of every episode, like you literally wince constantly from the, the dumb shit really? this guy does. It's amazing. So uh, check that out. It's on HBO right now. Um, as far as to answer uh, Jim. In the beginning, uh, your question. I'm not sure when RoboCop when RoboCop comes out. I'll find out. I definitely will go see it in the movie theater. Ben, I'm sure will. No, go. I'm I'm all for it. And uh, so we'll see how many people are interested, and maybe like we'll definitely do uh, a night. Where, I mean, we're gonna have to go with our schedule. That's what we're most concerned. What was with. our What was our movie mandate supposed to be? Prisoners. Yeah, we wanted. To, we were supposed to go see that as well. I haven't been out of the house. That's coming. We'll here. definitely go see RoboCop. Um, so, and we'll give a date. It'll probably be uh, in the theater here, the show place in, uh, Cherville, Indiana. Um, but that's it for this week. Um, shit. Episode 47 next. 47 coming up. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Take care. It's just a game for us. other teams and it's never the same. When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're a field. The first time you walk into Wrigley Field. Our heroes wear pinstripes, heroes in blue. Give us the chance to feel like heroes too. Forever we'll win and if we should lose, we know someday we'll go all the way. Yeah, someday we'll go all With the cubs wearing love Yeah, hold our head high as the underdogs We are not fair weather but foul weather fans Like brothers in arms in the streets and the stands There's magic in the ivy in the old scoreboard The same when I stared at as a kid keeping score In a world full of greed I could never
Thank you. 